0: yo yo what it is welcome to another edition of the album nerds podcast i'm your host andy and i'm here with my buddy the dude How's it going, man?
1: what's up andy or hello hey, as some people still wish was happening
0: going way yeah. back man way back <laughs> yeah welcome to the podcast everybody glad to have you here Let's give you a little bit of background on the show if you're new to the show we're glad to have you here welcome Basically, we're just two long-time friends, two big-time music lovers, and we sit down every couple of weeks and talk about a couple of records that we are big fans of and we think we could recommend to our friends and so we put out this little show for everybody to to get this music out there and
1: Yeah, yeah. That sums it up nicely, Andy. We we just we listen to music all the time. We love the full album format and you know, to a certain extent, that's tough to do in your daily life when you're working and whatever. A lot of times people lean on the, the playlists, and we're just trying to bring some sunshine to y'all's lives through some records that we think are really cool, whether they're old or new.
0: Oh, one last thing. One last thing before we jump in and to the uh, six records we picked out for you this week. I just want to note that we do put all these songs up on a Spotify playlist. You can search on Spotify for album nerds. It's two words. Or go to our website openers.com and we'll have them up there for you too you can kind of listen along as, as we go here
1: all right so we're starting off with a it's a newer band called idle hands the album is called mana this was released may 10th 2019 we're going to start with the track give me to the night All right, so again, that was the band Idle Hands. Album is Mana, and the song was Give Me to the Night. They are, Idle Hands are fairly new. They put out an EP last summer as well. They're kind of gothic. They're kind of traditional heavy metal. So I hear like, I don't know, I hear Judas Priest kind of like dual guitar riffing stuff, but I also hear... The Cure and even like Tears for Fears, that sort of like darker '80s pop. Uh, there's this is three fifths of Spellcaster, which were a band before, have regrouped as Idle Hands, led by bassist Gabe Franco, who switches to guitars and vocals for this. They're based out of Portland, Oregon, and uh, it's just driving melodic, melodic hard rock with um, great verses, great choruses. Some have said they're kind of like new wave of British heavy metal feel, but definitely feels like they're going to be something big in hard rock and metal. Andy, had you heard anything about these guys prior to my recommendation?
0: No, 1st time hearing them. They're a very distinct sound. I would describe it as being, like, super clean-sounding metal compared to the stuff I typically listen to. But if you're into that, like you said, more traditional sound, kind of like a Judas Priest-type sound, I think they're really good. Great, great vocals. The uh, The vocal imagery is a little... I would describe as, like, D&D, lots of, like, you know, dragons and, like, sorcery-type stuff, right?
1: It's, I don't really get the sword and sorcery feel from this. Dragon, why do you cry? is this, I think what you're referring to. It's really more depressing and dark, like gothy sort of, um, we're all gonna die anyway, sort of a, a vibe is what <laughs> I was catching from a lot of the songs. Like don't waste your time uh, the track, which is like, it's just hopelessness. But the music is lifts you enough that it's that, uh, tolerable. That's what goth used to do well. It could rock and also be sad. But yeah, I I get it because of the dragons, but I did not catch it being like cheesy Dungeons & Dragons. No offense to Dungeons & Dragons fans. Stranger Things, season three coming, yo.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so some nihilistic, um, but yet uplifting metal for you there.
1: (laughs) I I think that's part of the entertainment factor. It's well-written, well-played. And it's just very high quality, and I really do believe that these guys are going to make a. This album's going to make a lot of top lists in the heavy metal and uh, hard rock world. This is making a big splash amongst those people. But you know, we're also divided now by the internet. It's hard to, <laughs> it's hard to know what everyone likes.
0: <laughs> no, that's true. I, I would say it's a very clear statement. You know, it sounds very consistent start to finish. So I could imagine it being fairly popular come uh, the end of the year as well. Alright, so for my first pick here, I have a record that probably will be on my top list at the end of 2019 as well. This is from uh, singer-songwriter James Blake, and his new record came out in January this year called Assume Form. Uh, James is known for his unique kind of blend of piano, singer-songwriter style, and elements of hip-hop and electronica. Uh, We're going to jump in here and play the title cut. This is Assume Form. so james blake oh man i when he first started to become popular in like the early 2010s i was not at all into his sound and what he was all about um he comes from like a professional music background he's very you know it sounds like he went to music school type voice he's you know excellent piano player very refined and i suppose not into it at all but these last few records he's put out have really captivated me. This one in particular has a lot of guest spots from popular hip-hop stars. Um Travis Scott is on here, as well as Andre 3000, and a couple other names I'm sure you'd recognize if you're into hip-hop at all. Uh, You can tell that James is in like a really good place emotionally on this record. Um, you get the sense maybe he has a, a new relationship. It's a new love interest that has really brightened his spirits. A lot of the gloomy kind of introspective stuff we had on previous records has been replaced with like this very positive, joyous outlook on life here. And I, I think it's really compelling. And man, his production style is just. So interesting to me. He creates this amazing kind of soundscape with very sparse noises and interesting use of of electronics. And man, he, this is probably the record I listened to most this year since January. Absolutely love it. What are, what are your thoughts, man? Have you uh, have you heard of this guy before? No, really, you've never heard of James Blake? I don't his?
1: know. The name sounds familiar. <laughs> I thought it was the guy that did "Beautiful," but that's James Blunt. But that's what I thought when you first put it on the list. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't know the guy. You know, for an old feller like me, this is probably gonna get (laughs) skipped. (laughs) But you know, it it was high. Like, like you said, definitely some good quality song structures and attention to detail, and that's all very important. Whether or not I like it personally or it's my thing doesn't matter. When it's about quality, and if it's your type
0: of music, it's certainly worth uh, listening to. Yeah, I would say you know if you're at all into hip hop or in some of the, some of the subgenres of hip hop, or if you've heard of him and maybe didn't like what you heard before, I think this this record is is pretty accessible and is very rewarding to re- repeated listens. It's it's pretty deep and textured, so I would recommend it. It's uh, James Blake assumed form.
1: All right, moving on to favorite of the show, Quaker City Nighthawks with their new album QC and H. I believe this came out in February or March of this year, 2019. We're going to listen to Suit in the Back.
0: Oh, well, my mind is about 15 different places. I'm not sure if I.
1: So I really love the Quaker City Nighthawks and that song again. That was the Quaker City Nighthawks. QCNH is the album. That song, "Suit in the Back," is so different than what they had been doing. Uh, they're they're like a they're a Dallas or they're a Texas-based band, uh, not Dallas. That it's like I don't even know how to describe them. They're kind of like a modern-day ZZ Top. They're groovy. They're bluesy gospel harmonies jams pop hooks organ solos and this is like a departure from uh el astronautica i believe was the name of the album from 2016 which was one of my favorites of that year which was spacey and it had space themes to it this is like i don't even know how to describe this andy what do you got
0: it's kind of all over the map in terms of sounds i would say like- A lot of the things you mentioned, rock, country, folk, there's like some R&B and like soul, like in the last track we just heard. Man, some of the tracks are super infectious Um, and other ones are a little bit uh, more middle of the road, I guess, kind of like their their older sound. It's a huge, not a huge approach, I would say a big step forward in terms of their evolution.
1: Yes, it's great. I mean, it's not what I was expecting and I chose that track in particular because the first track is kind of... What I, what I expect to hear from them. It started off uh, with more of a blues rock number. Better in the Morning is the very first track and that sounded like I was expecting. Then this funk jam with strings comes in and it really got me on the edge of my seat for the whole record and the way that they move and shift through all these different styles but keep it assimilated into one thing. I think they did a great job. Vocals are great. Funky, it's groovy, it's a awesome summer record. One other song I wanted to mention, Elijah Ramsey. It's like a, a storytelling song, and it's about a apparently about a millennial male who joined the army in the wake of nine eleven, only to deal with repercussions for years. So there's just there's some depth to it too. So absolutely one hundred percent, dude approved. Go check out the Quaker City Nighthawks. <laughs> dude approved. QCNH, wow. you'll love it.
0: <laughs> cool man, good recommendation. Alright, for my second pick here, I'm going to for a New York City hardcore punk band called Show Me the Body and a record from earlier in 2019 called Dog Whistle. This is their second full length record, and we're gonna play a cut from the middle of the record. This is called Drought. Oh, man, I think I need to break something. <laughs> Does that make you just want to like jump around and smash into people?
1: Yeah, there's definitely some, what they used to call slam dancing, later became washing, <laughs> but during the <laughs> punk era, yeah, slam dancing is what comes to mind.
0: Yeah, yeah, so this is definitely one of the more exciting rock records I've heard this year. Um, there is a distinct energy from start to finish in all 28 minutes here, there's no filler at all. But there are some cool like little experimental passages. It's not just all punk rock there's some little spoken word sections there's some electronics built into it pretty interesting i really 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 have enjoyed it if you're a fan of a band like faith no more especially back in the 90s who i really loved back then um you might enjoy this if you're a fan of the more recent um punk rock group ice age i think this would be right up your uh, alley as well dude Thoughts?
1: It's intense in a great way. You know, like he said, you know, kind of kick the stool over and break some glasses. It's just, it's the, it's what aggression can be when it's channeled through music. And that can be fun sometimes when you need to let off a little steam. So, yeah, it was pretty cool, man. (laughs) I had not, I was not aware of them and I was completely taken. surprise
0: if you've had a bad day this record is will make you feel a lot better I would definitely recommend it for the hard rock fans out there what do you you got next man
1: alright switching gears a little bit we're going to go from angry young men to awesome old men we're going to listen to a little uh, Willie Nelson and Merle Haggard country music folks the album is Django and Jimmy the song is it's all going to pot So that was Django and Jimmy by uh, Merle Haggard and Willie Nelson. Came out June 2nd, 2015, a duet album between two classic country artists that do country and outlaw country uh, the way it should be done, in my opinion. The storytelling, the camaraderie, uh, and these two older, elder statesmen, let's call them, of country music kind of coming together together. And talking about life and where it's led them and the world today. Now it's all going to pot, including all of their money going to pay for weed. <laughs> and, you know, I just I love the the interplay uh, on a lot of the songs they sing. They take turns and they kind of sing to each other. They tell stories about Johnny Cash. They tell stories about life. And um, it's just really infectious. And it feels like having a good time with your grandpa or with family. There's something about it that's just so American. And uh, I really loved it when it came out. And I just, we mentioned it years ago on a YouTube show we did that is long gone. You're welcome. But I wanted to bring the album up again because it's just so fun. Uh, Merle Haggard did pass away in April of 2016. And of course, Willie is still out there. He's still putting out records, probably four or five of them since this came out. The man doesn't stop because it's all going to pot. But (laughs) I I highly recommend checking it out if you if you just are feeling nostalgic, or if you like that old outlaw country. These two dudes will get you through a nice uh, a nice afternoon.
0: Yeah, I mean, as you know, man, I'm like not the biggest country fan in the world, but I love this record. It's so much fun. There's it must be like some like generational thing these guys just sound so friendly and nice like you just want to sit down and smoke some pot with them or just hang out with them they're, they're like just so genuine and these songs just come off as being effortless and carefree it's it's a great listen. i listened to it probably three times over the weekend and i loved it loved it every time there's really not a bad track on here so i i definitely uh would approve this one as well man good pick thank you what do you got next andy all right for our my third and final pick going back to uh april of 2000 and a dj from japan who i've been kind of following from by time period um, dj crush and his kind of mixtape slash album called code 4019 let's jump in and play track six from this this is called uh flip shot love is life life is love Yeah, so that's a pretty good sample of of the different types of sounds he tends to work in. It's pretty dark, kind of brooding hip hop elements, Um, and he sprinkles in a little bit of jazz, some kind of turntablism, even like almost like a trip hop sound. If you're into that, you know Portishead or Tricky or any of those bands who were popular back in their late '90s, there you might enjoy this. The record is mixed start to finish, so it really flows kind of almost as one track, which I think is kind of cool, especially for us album lovers. There's a few little surprises, but there's a pretty consistent flow all the way through, which makes it great as a background music to put on, just to set a set of vibe. But there's enough going on here, especially with his uh, production techniques here, to to make it an interesting listen a little bit closer if you have it on headphones, too. What would you think of this one? I kind of
1: think of something beyond in the background, but it's pleasant. It's cool. When it said DJ Crush, I thought it was going to be like, you know, yo, yo, crushing the house
0: or something, but it is not like that. And it's I not would, like DJ Kylie at all. It's, it's a little more focused on you know picking out records and piecing them together and that type yeah, of yeah. set it's up co- DJing.
1: Trip hop, yeah. Sounds good
0: to me. Yeah. <laughs> okay. that's stuff.
1: I got a $100 bill. You can keep your DJ Crush friend because it's all going to rock. <laughs>
0: all right. Well, there's one more time for people who are interested. That's uh, a <laughs> DJ Crush album. It's called Code4019. It's a little bit hard to find. It's not on the streaming services, but you can definitely uh, find it if you look around online a little bit. All right, that is our show for this week. Sick Record, recommendations for you. Albums We feel very strongly about what should we talk about next. We'd love to hear what you're listening to. Choose a note on albumnerds.com. We also are serving up hot and fresh album recommendations. Felt a little form on our homepage, and we'll... Uh, Tell us what you're listening to, and we'll uh, maybe recommend a few things personally just for you. That's how much we care. We really do.
1: So don't forget to go subscribe to the show in all the usual places, wherever you get your podcasts served up to you. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter for more album recommendations. We're at Album Nerds. And if you'd like to do us a big, big favor, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts make it make it a good one and we'll read it on the show
0: yeah such as we have one review from a listener by the name of sheepdogger who says funny and good music recommendations these guys are pretty funny and talk about some cool music i had not heard of before i now love the band the sheepdogs thanks guys you're welcome thank you sheepdogger
1: Yeah, that's that's kind of stuff we'd like to we 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 love that. I mean, that's the whole point of this is passing stuff on, human friends and our internet friends. So uh, keep listening and let us know what you think.
0: What up? All right, we'll be back in two weeks with uh, six more album conditions for you. We'll talk to you then. Uh, happy listening.
1: Thank you. Bye bye.
0: See you.